People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no, not in no. a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> so end of the world. I ain't going with you. I'll go with child. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit! Because the whole world gone crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes, and I am joined by my brother, Adam Holmes, over Skype in the United States of America. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. You sounded like Jabba the Hutt there for a second. Oh, 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 oh. I know that laugh. Um... Chewie, is that you? <laughs> This has gone off to a good start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Quoting Star Wars. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? Uh, so I, recommend, I recommended a film uh, last episode. What are you going to be recommending to us today? Um, yeah. Hello? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Sorry, you see, like, like, white, <laughs> like, I hate me, bro. I'm sorry. I don't know where I am. <laughs> like rubbing your eyes and like getting emotional of like some film you're recommending or something. I'm not, I'm not getting emotional. I have hay fever. I live in a, the worst area of the country apparently for allergies. Yeah. And, yeah. You, uh, it's a good thing you're not on lockdown here because we have like a rapeseed field that surrounds our house. A what? A rapeseed field. Oh, I, I misheard you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I you said a rapeseed. <laughs> what the going on yeah i'm trying to talk i'm trying to talk <laughs> excuse me i have to mute <laughs> you sound like daniel stern in home alone 2 you're like <laughs> that's how i feel uh, oh, i'm trying to like God. talk better on the episodes because i feel like i fumble my words a little bit <laughs> are you okay are you okay I'm fine. <laughs> fine. What film are you going to be recommending to us? I am, well, so it occurred to me, I'm trying to recommend a broad um, spectrum of films because normally if I just go with my instincts, I just end up recommending Westerns and I've already recommended like three of them. Yeah. So I was trying to think like what genre haven't I covered as much? And I think I haven't really recommended any film noir yet. And um, even though it's not really a genre per se, um, it's definitely a sort of, you know, you could group many, many, many hundreds of films under that heading. Um, and film noir, obviously, you know, to quickly Recap is a style that's basically identified by French critics in the aftermath of the Second World War when they get all the French, all the American films that came out uh, in the 40s uh, while they were under Nazi occupation, and they watch them all in one go, and they realize, well, hang on a minute, there's something going on here. There's a style that seems common to all of these. Now, it's not, it's not 
just films from the 40s. It's not just films um, uh, made in America, even that you could call film noir. But that, it does feel like in these years that that style gets kind of crystallized and it comes out of uh, German expressionism. It comes out of um, the sensibilities of, of uh, European filmmakers who fled uh, the Nazis to come to work in America. So they have maybe a slightly darker outlook on human life. Mm. And, uh, and maybe it's just the uncertain times the films are made in. The other thing is, a lot of these films were made as B-movies, um, which meant they were necessarily cheaper, which meant that you had less scope for how you created a sense of dread and unease. And a lot of that was done through, you know, cinematography and sleight of hand. Yeah. Um, so you've got, you know, you, you have this, um, you know, you, you basically have this body of work that directors at the time would have called what crime films, thrillers, detective movies. Yeah. Um, hard boiled is a you know that's the classic word we associate with the phrase we associate with these so but you know they they get lumped under this um this heading of film noir and that's really where they uh live to this day so the film i'm going to recommend is um i think one of the best of that uh type of movie and it's uh directed by jacques tourner it is from 1947 and it is the majestic and brilliant out of the past yeah that's a great film uh robin mitchum kirk douglas great film the late great kirk douglas indeed yeah, um, rest in peace. jane greer uh, has, has a brilliant turn as the uh, um as the femme fatale um and you also have uh, good performances from people like steve Brody and paul valentine and virginia houston um it's uh you know it is and it is the absolute um classic uh film noir kind of plot and um and it has, you know, it's it's about, you know, a guy who's just mind, seemingly minding his own business, but he has a, a dark backstory and he has to go back and uh, confront that. And half the film, you know, is told in flashback that helps us get us up to the present day. And then he has to solve the problem that he currently faces. Um, in that sense, it reminds me a lot of, um, of The History of Violence, uh, which was directed by um, David Cronenberg. Yeah, David Cronenberg, yeah. Uh, thank you. In 2003? Five. Fuck. Um, and, but yeah, that—that that is that for me is like a, is almost, um, you know, it, it, it takes the same template, um, albeit a little bit differently. But, um, you, you know, this, this movie uh, sees Robert Mitchum playing a private detective initially who is just the perfect... There's something... Like film noir was made for Robert Mitchum. Like his personification of Jeff Bailey, you know, he's this weary sort of. He moves slowly, has these heavy eyelids, but he's also just so cool. Mm. Um, he's cynical, but also has a has clearly got like good in him. Uh, he he just feels made for this uh, part and these roles. And this really was one of the early uh, films that helped put him on the map, um, so to speak. So um, do you want to know and, who, um, who turned down the hit the role? Jeff Bailey before they cast Robert Mitchum. Uh, no, who was that? John Garfield and Dick Powell. That's interesting. Um, mm. I do not think. I think. I think you. Yeah, Mitchum is just is just too good in this role, um, and it's great because he's the the main antagonist, the main male antagonist of the piece. Of course, is uh, Kirk Douglas, and his yeah. style is completely different. Kirk Douglas is a sort of live wire. He's very sort of electric, <clears throat> um, and I just love the contrast between um, the two. This is also one of Douglas's first big films. Yeah, he's um, not really well known at this point. No, and Jane Greer is is just fantastic. I wish she was in more stuff. Um, and um, and I mean, and she's the she's the 
really the heart of the story. She is the femme fatale, and she is a very fatale femme fatale. I can tell you that. Mm. Um, and um, and so it's um, you know, it plays out along these traditional lines, but it's just you know, and if you've seen a bunch of these movies, you will have seen it before, and you might even know where it's going at certain points. But there's just something utterly like deft and perfect the way this the, the way that out of the past kind of takes you through the story and you know robert mitchum narrates the flashback in this sort of inimitable way um his performance as i say is just so completely perfect um i love the stuff that where they go to mexico and then you get that slight angle you know it reminds you a little bit of the lady from shanghai and mm. um yeah, you you know, and then it takes you back to the the, the you know the, the Sierra Nevadas and sort of small town California, and um, you know wraps it all up in a bow. It's a, it's yeah, it's just terrific, and I I love. I think it you know there's a lot of these movies perhaps that get lost a little bit in the general just because there's so many of them at this point. Um, yeah, there's a lot. I'm thinking of something like um, the big combo or. Um, you know, uh, w w uh, while the city sleeps, or something like that, which is just like, um, you know, you you could sort of those those those, <clears throat> even though they're very good films, uh, certainly in the, in the case of the big combo, perhaps they haven't endured as much on their own as um, as films like Out of the Past have, um, and um, it's um, yeah, I think if you were if you're new to the to the genre, if you're interested in checking out what this film noir thing is all about. Uh, if you want to see what, um, you know, uh, want to see a good example of like early Mitchum, um, then, um, then I'd say, you know, start with this movie. It's, it's just, um, it's just a masterpiece. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely regarded as like, I wouldn't say it's like the, like people call it like the daddy of, of film noir films or anything like that. I don't think it really, it wasn't the ones that started the genre, but it is one of the ones that gets talked about the most and is sort of been put in that list of like you know some of the greatest you know film noir movies of all time because it has all the like it has all the classic elements that people associate with film noir the femme fatale the cinematography the you know the complex and sort of back and forth storyline and everything like that and you know it's it, it is it is a really really good film and it also it's it it, it ha and also mitchman's performance is really good he just he has there's this kind of like you know there's this tragic story that you know that attaches to his character and it, it's it's always the case with all these film noir films like all these tragic backstories and all these characters sort of getting lost in like the world of murder and blackmail and you know falling in love with someone who probably you shouldn't really be falling in love with and things like that like it has all those elements that people you know love and it's you know it's you know the film noir genre has changed and it, but it, it's endured it's still there it's still loved and it's definitely one of the most it's one of the sort of influential genres of 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 movies yeah and it was um nicholas musaraka who did the um screen uh, the cinematography sorry for this um yeah who is you know pretty goddamn influential um in terms of helping develop this um you know this genre and this look i mean he's the one who does the um cinematography for cat people for yeah. example and um, also a jack to know film yeah and the spiral staircase Ooh, good um, film. yeah so he's uh he's got a lot of um he's got a lot of you know previous with this he also um brings this uh, sort of noir cinematography to a film they made a year later called uh, blood on the moon also with robert mitchum which is a western um I have not which seen is that. also a really good movie and um yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, it's I love like that chiaroscuro German expressionist style of cinematography in those movies. It's so cool, like just the way they create shadows and the lighting and everything. It's just yeah. so nice. It's it's a it's a hugely influential look. I mean, I don't think, you know, I think we, it's easy to just sort of leave it in the past, as it were. Um, but it I, it um, it it has carried forward, and people still uh, reference it in you know contemporary films and in you know fashion in um, in all sorts of things. You know, video games. Um, it's it's really kind of endured, and I think um, it helps bring American cinema forward into the you know into the post-war era uh, in this really pleasing way. And I think it's um, it's great that at the height of the Hollywood studio system where people are pumping out, you know, frothy musicals and romances and things like that, that there's also this kind of, in the smaller studios and in <clears throat> and the smaller stages and in the sort of B-movie area, you get these films that are just getting churned out with these masterful directors like Jacques Tourneur and Eddie Dimitrik and... Um, uh, you know all these these fantastic um, you know, Jack, John Houston, um, mm. Orson Welles, of course, also did their, a few. But you know smaller directors who are perhaps well, less well known, um, you know, put these uh, put these films out that um, that just help create a new um, a, a new genre. I just suddenly realised I did recommend a film I once before, and that was Pick Up on South Street. Uh, and yeah, obviously really Sam Fuller is uh, cutting his teeth in the same uh, in the same genre. So. Um, anyway, I, uh, yeah, I can't get enough of this this stuff. I think it's um, it's it's great. I think this um, uh, pick up on South Street has a bit more of a I don't know it, it, it feels a bit more like a film made in the fifties. I think this this is a this is the sort of if you want what what the French critics were seeing, what they were calling film noir, this is where you should come. I guess the other the other film I would I would say is helps really for me anyway define the genre as Edward Dimitri's Murder My Sweet. But yeah, um, that's a good film. That's one I'll of recommend. Favorite. That's another time. Yeah, that's my favorite. One of my favorite movies. Uh, one of my sort of favorite films is that is that film. Um, would you say like the film noir genre was like really successful in uh, the 1940s like more than well, it was in, think, in the 1950s or anything like that yeah i think by the 50s um you've got the problem in the 50s of course that you that cinema is competing with television and the the way that film noir movies or the films we call film noir now were, were shot were actually worked really well for television because it was cheap yeah um and but the, but the genre still I mean it still carries over into the fifties good carries over into the sixties, yeah. um, you know that's uh, it, you still you know black and white the the way black and white cinematography is used but it does start to die out and I think the true era of noir is 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 here but then you, the the people revisit the genre because not it's not just the look and feel it's also the worldview of these movies and I think in the you, especially in the seventies you get the rise of the sort of neo-noir films. And, you know, obviously Chinatown is at the top of that list, but mm. you could talk about, um, uh, you know, other films as, as well as being part of that, even, you know, something like The Conversation or um, uh, The Friends of Eddie Coyle or, um, you know, obviously they did uh, throw back uh, uh, Philip Marlowe um, with um, uh uh, Robert Mitchum again uh, playing an older Marlowe in Farewell My Lovely. Well, he did it um, twice. And then he... you get stuff yeah. as recently as uh, uh, LA Confidential um, and Sin City, you know, which play with the genre too. So, but I think the I think the rise of television kind of does 
does affect how people are making B-movies. And I think then the, in the 50s, you get, I think Westerns come back in a huge way um, in the 50s. Um, I was thinking about, you know, in terms of the 1940s, you do get great Westerns being made. But really the decade, I think most people really associate with Hollywood Westerns is the 50s. Um, even though they're always, you know, as I say, they're constantly being churned out. Um and and I think in the fifties you 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 get science fiction too. So perhaps slightly less hard boiled um, uh, detective fix, uh, 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 detective flicks, and more uh, creature features um, yeah. come out in the fifties. But then again, um, in France, they start making their own versions of these films. Mm. And um, Rafifi and um, uh, Alphaville and things like that, um, which are loving uh, tributes to uh, film noir. So, yeah, the genre endures. And um, thank, thank goodness. But I think really, for, for me, it's, um, you know, go back to the, almost watch any black and white film from the 40s that has any kind of uh, darkness at its core, and you will see um, the influence of film noir, even something like Casablanca. Yeah. What would be like your top five favorite film noir films? Oh goodness! Um, this Murder My Sweet, The Naked City is another great one. T Men, directed by Anthony Mann, um, uh, The Third Man. I have to say, The Lady from Shanghai. Now you see, now I'm naming millions of them. Yeah. Um, but like in terms of the sort of really <laughs> stereotypical ones, I suppose you'd you'd have to say that that um, Bogart is in there too. So where you know, take your pick from. The Big Sleep, or from, um, uh, uh, well, actually, it suddenly occurs to me what the best one of them all is, and that's um, In a Lonely Place by Nicholas Ray. Yeah, that's a good film. That was a really, that's a right, really, so really good film. So top five, then, film noirs, let's do it. Naked City, Out of the Past, Murder My Sweet, In a Lonely Place, T-Men. Boom. Mm. <laughs> I probably, I probably I've left out loads of stuff. Oh fuck it! Pick up on South Street. Oh, see now, now I can't. Okay, let's get out of here before I drive myself crazy trying to think of this. Yeah, I think one of my favorites from this time, which was written by uh, Raymond Chandler, is uh, Double Indemnity. Oh shit! I forgot a fucking Double Indemnity. Yes, that's another really, really great film. Yeah, I also quite like Mildred Pierce, the one that Joan Crawford was in, the one that she won the you Oscar know what? for. I've I've never actually seen Mildred Pierce. Yeah, it's actually not that bad. It's uh, it's good. It's a, a James M. Cain. Uh, book i'm sure it's i'm sure it's better than not that bad it's pretty highly regarded yeah um michael Curtiz, casablanca director made it yeah god he did a hat full of great movies anyway we uh should get out of here before we start boring people so go yeah. watch out of the past and then go and read a bunch of raymond chandler smoke a bunch of cigarettes drink a bunch of whiskey and watch more film noir movies yeah but you know you That's can do my all medical that. advice do all that but don't follow women around because that is bad yeah, you shouldn't do that. Uh, yeah. the, the gender stuff in these films um, is not... Uh, yeah, don't uh, follow that example. <laughs> yes. And stay inside, which is the main thing to do these days. Yeah, well, this is, these are often very interior films, so there you go. Yeah. Well, And they're often about loneliness. Yeah, in a lonely place. Yes, Isolation. right. So, anyway, that concludes another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. Uh, that was Out of the Past, recommended by Adam. Do check back to see what I will be recommending. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.